Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my Bruin brothers and sisters. You know, if this was TV, we'd suck. <laughs> we just can't keep a straight face, you know? If this was TV, we'd suck. Yeah. Oh, like, like that would make the difference. <laughs> <laughs> and they got the camera in the new studio. Oh, is that on? Uh-oh. No. It's not rolling. I'm so... We're still... Oh, technical just, things. Yeah. I didn't want to screw you guys up again. Last time we recorded in here with Jamil, I, I, I lost a half a show. I, I'm I'm going bare minimums until this whole damn studio is working properly. Right. So sounds, no camera for you like guys. Sounds like an excuse. Translation, you guys are too fucking ugly for video. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man. I, I, I really need to retain the, uh, the yeah. donors and... Uh, and uh, you know, if I show them what He's you guys actually look like, then uh, you know, donations will fall off. And right. Speaking of which, if you get a chance uh, and you like this kind of programming, go to the, the uh, homepage of the Brewing Network, www.thebrewingnetwork.com. There's a, a button there to donate. Just click on it. Two bucks a month, you know, and uh, it'll ensure that uh, you keep getting stuff like this if you if you enjoy it. And uh, the other thing to do is. Uh, go visit our great sponsor, Northern Brewer. They've been with us for, what, four years now? Yeah, they, they just stick around like champs. They love this show. Yeah. So, Northern Brewer, good, good dudes. Good guys. And they'll, you know, as well as they treat us, they'll treat you even better as a customer. Yeah. They'll make sure that you're happy, you get the products you, you, you want at the prices you want, and they'll make sure that uh, everything is good. You can trust those guys. They're, they're, they're good folks, and uh, they make this uh, possible, so... If you like this, uh, you know, send them an email. You know, even if you're not yeah. buying something, send them an email and say, "Hey, you know, we really appreciate you sponsoring the show because uh, we're getting something out of it, and uh, we're having a good time with it." And you know, speaking of having a good time, I, uh, pro- previous to the show, I went out and uh, family was off. Uh, I don't know where the hell they were. They were at San Francisco. You know, the entire family off in San Francisco. And uh, so I'm sitting uh, by myself at home. I'm working on uh, books, you know. Next, <laughs> and, <laughs> I've got like book contracts, like uh, killing me now. Them. Yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, I better get these things done. So I'm working, working, working. I'm spending days working on these things. I'm like, all right, I've you know cranked out you know a good hundred pages. I I need uh, I need a break. break. So uh, I met up with uh, Chris Abercrombie. Aber- Crombie in uh, Folsom mm-hmm. at the Folsom Brewmeister. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris uh, and uh, William Bollinger uh, from to, to like back east Chicago or something. He uh, he was out and we were all going to hook up uh, like a year ago, year and a half ago, and I couldn't make it. All of a sudden, you know, boss called a meeting. I had to blow those guys off. Oh, I feel wow. really bad about it. So yeah, I'm like hanging out, I'm like ah, I could really use a chance to you know go catch a catch a, a beer somewhere you know somewhere i haven't been and uh so i contacted chris i said hey you know, i know it's been like 18 months but you know i'll, I'll take you up on that beer you're gonna buy me <laughs> yeah i'm cheap that's that's how i yeah. Uh, yeah, that's how i roll yeah we roll you know, for any, beer for anybody sure. offers me a free beer yeah. i'm gonna be there it's 18 and months later a, i still remember we're that not free above beer. begging yes that's right <laughs> so i'm like hey yeah, I'll meet you out there, uh, you know, somewhere in Folsom. Uh, there's a place, Mandeers, which is uh, close to the Folsom Brewmeister, and they got like 150 bottled beers. They got like 30 on tap. Yeah. And uh, so I had never been at Folsom Brewmeister, which is a homebrew shop out there. And uh, so I meet up with Chris out there. And uh, who do I run into but one of our uh, up and coming uh, Can You Brew It uh, Brewmeisters? Oh, uh, oh, Mike. 
Probably. Mike Moran. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's there getting ingredients. And uh, mm. so we, uh, we were chatting for a little bit. We all hooked up uh, out at Mandeer's. Uh, later on, nice. uh, Mike Moraz and Chris Abercrombie and myself. Oh, good group. And uh, we we had uh, dinner, had God knows how many beers. I'll tell you how many beers I had. Go on Twitter. <laughs> look Twitter. at your history. Com, and you look at Twitter slash Mr. Malty. It's all documented and there. Yeah, yeah, every beer that we Pictures had is on there. Yeah. And uh, I can tell you exactly what we had. And yeah. we, we shared a bunch of different beers. It must have been like 50 different beers or something. So it's Twitter ridiculous. doesn't lose its brain cells, just you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. Twitter. Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. If you want to know where we're drinking and what we're having. <laughs> you check yourself. Where you know, have I been? Uh, check uh, Jamel Zanishev on uh, yeah. on Facebook or, or Mike McDowell on Facebook yeah. or uh, you know, the Brewing Network or, uh, and and then also on Twitter and, and, and you'll see where we're, where we're going, what we're having and come out and join us and have a good time. But after that, I handed over to the uh, Moraz compound oh. the moraz estate and he cracked open a few special little things that you know he was like oh you know he's, he's i've got you know a bunch of vinnie's beers i got you know come on over you know have a beer i'm like oh well i'll come over for just one i get there i'm like he's like hey, what would you like i'm like well i want whatever you brewed yeah because that, Go for that, that, yeah. that guy really knows that, yeah, he what he's doing and uh, had had a bunch of uh, very interesting things. Some stuff I really, really loved, and everything else was was just excellent. Wow! So uh, not surprised. I've had a lot of his beers, and they're all good. Well, and we've got him working. Oh yeah, working he's on, on the, some. Special, he's on the payroll. He's on the payroll. Wow! Uh, it costs a lot to 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 get this guy lined up. I mean, yeah, he <laughs> yeah. doesn't come cheap. Usual rates. But the Brewing Network pulls out no stops wow. when it comes to acquiring yeah. the utmost in talent. We Whatever. took out what we call a Pacheco loan. <laughs> Pacheco loan. And uh, we acquired, uh, <laughs> we were able to get him on board. Somebody was was emailing me about uh, the ravine. And yeah. uh, jumping in the ravine, I said, yeah, it's a Pacheco <laughs> jumper. <laughs> he still calls it jumping in the ravine. I, I must say, the ravine is three feet deep. Okay. <laughs> must seem like I want to, I to mention something else, uh, you know, about your Twitter, too. Uh, Twitter.com <laughs> about my Mr. Twitter? Slash Mr. Malty. Well, they're talking about it in the chat room, too. Uh-huh. Um, you know, Jay-Z, I didn't realize how much uh, you imbibe every now and then when you're on the tasting trip. <laughs> oh, yeah. The other day, and they're talking about it here. They added it up. Your tweets went on for like six hours. <laughs> you were tasting beers. That's like a whole shift. <laughs> it was like a long day of tasting, man. Was it was the day that uh, I met up with... Uh uh, to so, get a buddy in town, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, guys, you really tied it on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, it was great. And, and it was, uh, it's not as if it was drunken tweets. They, they were all evaluating the beer. But I looked at the time frame from the first tweet, like, to the end. Uh-huh. And, yeah, uh, you got six hours. Every now and oh, then, yeah. man, you go to work. If Yeah, you know, if you're going to do it, do it. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't, don't bring a week. Yeah. You know? Twitter.com slash Mr. Malty. It's a really good beer evaluation. And occasionally you get a marathon session. <laughs> Yeah, usually it's like a beer a night, or maybe a couple of beers, and then uh, you know somebody shows up at the uh, Pope Estate, and uh, yeah, it's a six-hour. Uh, let's see what we can open and and uh, consume. They might get a Pacheco jumper in between. A Pacheco jumper, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Some other household accident. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I don't know what we were talking about, but what uh, is this show? Oh. <laughs> yeah, Justin, what, what's our challenge for today? <laughs> All right, good challenge today. One of my uh, favorite breweries, and this one comes in from one of our female listeners, Sarah Oberg from Washington, wrote in, and a uh, big fan of Deschutes Black Butte Porter. She really enjoys the beer. It's uh, one of her favorites, always in the fridge, apparently, and she wants to know: Can you brew it, Black Butte mm. Porter? And it's actually one of my favorites. Uh, I would say that this is my favorite commercial porter out there. Mm. I mean, there's a lot of good, great porters, but this sure. is the one that I love for the balance of the chocolatey, the crystal malts, the sweetness, yeah. the the roasty, the the fruity esters, the mouthfeel, everything. Right. This is it. This is the porter that I love, and uh, I've got a porter that I brew of my own that uh, Brewing Classic Styles, which you pick up in the Brewing Network store. They're still in print. <laughs> And signed. Got a garage full, If huh? you go to the okay. Brain Network store. I know store, what you're saying. Justin's got a garage full. Oh, I see. 
they're signed and you can pick them up there. Nice. Um, that's a, that's a great recipe as well. It's actually kind of along the same line. So I was actually very excited about this 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 request because I could find out what it was about my beer that you would tweak in order to make uh-huh. it into a black beer porter. Yeah. So uh, what I did was I talked to uh, Jimmy Seifert, who is the uh, the uh, the uh, brewer at uh, Black at Deschutes, and he helped us out quite a bit. So what I want to do, we'll take a short break. When we come back, you're going to hear from Jimmy about brewing Black Butte Porter back after this. Hi, I have a sixer of Lagunitas in the icebox. My roommate's gone for the weekend, and I'm wearing something flimsy. Listen, baby, I told you not to call me after 8. I'll talk to you tomorrow. I gotta go. Who is that? Your girlfriend? You loser. Shut up, Doug. Did you guys get the cauldron set up on the altar of my yard? Sir, if you weren't so busy getting booty calls, you'd know that. The hurricane furnace is using propane while you guys talk. All right, I'm using the scroll of Mosher to boil the first decoction. Nope, it's scorched. What do you do? Frack, scoop it out and try again. Doug, use your mass rake. You took too long. The color is now dark and past the point where you can still call it a pilsner. Yes, sir. I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. What's this, Poindexter Urkel? Dude, can't you see we're in the middle of a brew session? Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. (gasps) Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Do you belch White Labs 833 and crap Simcoe? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs. Ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping. Only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the Cylon Detecting Three-Hearted and the collector's item super alt. Mine's in mint condition because it's still in the box. Make 10th level at northernbrewer.com. White Labs, your source for maltose mowing monsters, announces the White Labs Platinum lineup for 2009. Looking for out-of-the-ordinary yeast to make the best beer possible? The Platinum strains from White Labs are only available for a limited time and make your homebrew stand out. Through February, find Australian Ale, Essex Ale, and Dusseldorf Alt Yeast. March and April, it's Nottingham Ale, Abbey 4, and Mexican Lager Yeast. And May through June, don't miss Premium Bitter Ale, Belgian Wit 2, and Belgian Bastogne Ale Yeast. Keep up with all the great yeasts in the White Labs Platinum Program at whitelabs.com, where you can also join the White Labs Customer Club. Brew with the freshest and most unique yeast with the White Labs 2009 Platinum Strains. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his Tailwagon Amber Ale and Double Secret Probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. And Seven Bridges has the best selection in the world. Everything is a click away at breworganic.com. Join the mailing list for special deals and regular updates about new products and specials. They have been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for almost 12 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. Take the National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Enter the competition by October 10th for your chance to win great prizes, including a hands-on brewing experience at an organic brewery, brewing equipment, or organic brewing ingredients. Complete details about the competition are online at breworganic.com slash competition. Seven Bridges is cooperatively owned in awesome Santa Cruz, California. Everyone there is dedicated to worker and people-friendly business practices and environmentally friendly, worker-friendly brewing products whenever possible. Visit today, breworganic.com. 
this. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewer Network. I'm speaking with Jimmy Seifert, senior brewer at uh, Deschutes out in Bend, Oregon. How are you doing today, Jimmy? Oh, just peachy, thanks. You know, I I, uh, I enjoy uh, Bend, Oregon. I, I went through there on my way up to uh, Yakima for hop school, and I stopped oh, cool. by the uh, the brew pub there. And mm-hmm. uh, I must say, I was very impressed. I, I didn't know uh, uh, you guys make a, a lot of other beers other than, uh, you know, the ones that are distributed nationally. Uh, you have a lot of other unique beers that you can get only in the brewery. Is that correct? Uh, absolutely. It's actually what we consider our playground down there. Uh-huh. Um, we do a lot of uh, research and development down there. So a lot of times what you see down there, is either being tested out to see if it's going to be a viable product to put into a bottle or is one step away from actually going into a bottle. Uh-huh. Um, and, and once again, it also allows us to test some of the uh, wacky ideas we have in our heads <laughs> on our unsuspecting uh, clientele. <laughs> well, I, I thought it was very cool. Oh, that's great. You got an opportunity to do that. And do you have like a, a pilot Absolutely. system? Do you have a pilot system, or do you just make a single batch? Well, you know, it's, it's, we're lucky enough that we consider our pub system down there, our oh. 12 and a half barrel system, to be our, sure. our, our pilot system. And it actually works out pretty darn well. Um, any beer that we feel like might be a little too um, overbearing for our clientele. We just try to brew smaller batches of it so we don't sit on it. But we've never ever in our lives down there have had a dump of beer. So I guess we must be doing something right. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd like say it. so. And and uh, I think that's part of why Deschutes has uh, uh, gained so much ground and, and is such a popular brewery uh, all yeah. over. But you, where are you guys distributed? You're, you have quite a broad distribution, don't you? Well, you know, we we do. We actually, you know, obviously years ago we started off in the Great Northwest, where we're obviously located. Um, but as we kind of we branched out, we slowly have just moved out of Oregon, and we're moving towards the Midwest. Um, mm-hmm. we're obviously, in the coastal states, Idaho, Montana, Wyoming, down now we're moving into Utah, New Mexico, and Arizona. Um, we've also just recently, within the last couple months, have moved into Texas, and we're now distributing into Texas and. We're looking out to actually maybe even branching out from there. So we're getting closer and closer to the East Coast, but we're moving it basically, for lack of a better term, one state at a time. Well, and I think uh, I would just guess that you, you guys are trying to be careful not to outstrip the production capacity and also to maintain beer quality and not just uh, try and get as much market share as possible at the expense of the, the beer. No, and absolutely, you know, one being that you don't want to overextend yourself, and two is being able to deliver the product in its best form, mm-hmm. you know. So as you, you know, being, you know, living on a coastal state, you know, as you move to the other coast, it gets more and more of a problem. So mm-hmm. we're, uh, we're, we'll tackle those issues as we get closer and closer. Well, and, and one of my uh, go-to beers when I'm, when I'm somewhere and uh, I, I'm, looking for for a beer i know will be great is uh black butte porter and i've had that in uh some some uh states more more to the east of california and uh it's always always been great and it's it's absolutely one of my favorites it is i would say this is my most favorite uh porter of any porter out there i think a lot of people uh, chad's shaking his head that's it's (laughs) it's a fantastic beer it built the brewery. It was, you know, that was our original flagship beer for the brewery for the first uh, about nine years that we were open. Uh-huh. Uh, Mirror Pond didn't really come around to '97, which obviously has taken over that position. But no, it's it's basically what I like to say our gateway beer. It, it kind of draws people in. It, it it breaks down that stigma of dark beers can't be good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost my 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 first beer from the shoots was Black Butte Porter also, mm-hmm. and, and I don't think I'm alone in that uh, feeling or statement. Yeah. Can you share some some tips with us on on trying to make a clone of this so we we can live up to the challenge that, uh, that we're facing here? People clamoring Absolutely. for a clone of this. Absolutely. Okay, so let's start out with some of the uh, the basic numbers. Uh, starting gravity on that. All right, starting gravity is going to be between about what, 1055 and 1058. Mm-hmm. You get right in there. That's what we kind of strive for. And finishing gravity? Uh, finishing gravity is right around 1016 to 1018. Mm-hmm. 
we try to plant it right in there. And IBUs? IBUs, we actually, we try to keep the IBUs down to a minimum on this beer. Um, you know, we don't, we try to make sure the malt's definitely the dominant player. So with that said, we shoot between about 28 to 32 IBUs. Mm-hmm. And uh, ABV works out to be? Uh, right about 5.6%. Okay. And uh, SRM? Uh, that's right around the low 60s. Um, you know, darker color beers is a little more variance, but right. we usually come in right around 60, 61. Okay. And uh, boil time on this? Boil time's another 90-minute okay. boil. Um, we really like the 90-minute boil for this beer um, for the fact of the uh, caramelization that takes takes uh, part during mm-hmm. that. Now, mm-hmm. We really feel like that kind of accentuates and carries that chocolate malt that we use in that beer. Right. Well, and, and speaking of the malt, what's what's the grain bill like on this? Well, the grain bill is actually quite interesting. Um, we use two different types of chocolate malt, um, and the reason for that is we kind of like two. We actually like a little the characteristic of each one. So we're using Breeze and Hugh Bear, which is obviously an English style chocolate malt. Mm-hmm. Um, we're throwing some carapils to get a little body in there. We're using a good portion of a. 75 level bond crystal malt also, um, mm-hmm. but anything between 70 and 80 should work fine for this beer. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way of everything else, I think one of the major contributors that's almost the biggest key to this beer is the wheat addition, and we use a good portion of wheat, actually more than the caramel malt, hmm. and what we feel that does is makes it really gives a great sense of mouthfeel, but also makes it really nice and silky on the tongue, um, makes the beer creamy and really drinkable. Mm-hmm. Creates a wonderful head, obviously. Also, right. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't have wouldn't have thought there was uh, wheat malt in there. That's considered our secret ingredient, which oh, I guess is okay. secret now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is there any other grains in there, or is that is that it? The, the no, nope, that is it. That, and obviously the pale malt, right? Yeah. Uh, two row. Right. Uh, correct. Okay. Yeah. Domestic two row. And uh, what what kind of percentages are we talking on the? Uh, the, the chocolate malts and the uh, and the crystal. Yeah, the, the wheat. chocolate malt. You kind of probably look between about five to seven percent usage on that. You know, the crystal malt. You're going to probably look anywhere around five percent on that. And then the wheat malt. You're going to be looking around anywhere between eight to eleven percent, depending mm-hmm. on what you feel comfortable with laudering. Mm-hmm. And and then uh, what's the the mash? Uh, do you guys do single infusion, or you do multiple stab? Or you know, that's an interesting question. Um, we have three different brew systems here. Every brew system has its own individual characteristics of it. So the actual the ma- the conversion temperature changes. But what we do down at our pub, where the, por- the porter was originally made and was made production wise up to 1993. We'd probably say the conversion temperature is right around 156 degrees, plus or minus two. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And if you don't know, if you obviously do have um, upper infusion, I don't know if you have that with your systems there. Mm-hmm. You know, you we do start about 113 for we 130 degrees, and we rest it there for 10 minutes, and then we're going to raise it up to that 156-ish number. Mm-hmm. Then we'll mash it off also. But we don't actually do a complete mash-off either. We only mash off to about 168. This way you still have a little alpha amylase activity going on mm-hmm. as you're laudering. Mm-hmm. Great. And how about hops for this beer? Is that uh, it's, it's not a very hop-forward beer, but there is some, some hop character in there. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, we, we chose the hops... <sighs> Quite, uh, we we made a big choice about what hops we were going to use. You know, we didn't. You know, I think the normal, everybody in the Northwest Lease tour is using these big citral bombs type of hops, and the porter doesn't really fall into that category. Um, so, with that said, we're actually we do we will we use either Galena or Nugget to try to throw in uh, the bitterness charge into the beers, and then we're using Cascades and Tets for the uh, flavor additions. Um, only three additions in this beer. So the one at uh, at boil, right? One at boil, you know, thirty minutes before knockout, and then the uh, five minutes before knockout. Mm-hmm. Okay. And uh, what about water adjustments? Do you do any sort of water adjustments on this? Um, you know, the water adjustment is for, once again very minimalistic. Um, what we do is a gypsum addition, and that's just to harden our water. Mm-hmm. Um, so. 
for us, we're probably using, in a way of Gibson, probably about 129 parts per million, somewhere in there. And then with that, you know, we start from a uh, water pH of maybe 7.1. Mm-hmm. So we have pretty pretty close to neutral water. Mm-hmm. Do you do you watch the pH in this beer because it's a dark beer? Do you you, you pay particular attention to that or? We don't get too crazy over it. Um, we do see our, you know, our starting mash pHs get usually finish in between about five point one and five point two, mm-hmm. um, and then you know once after fermentation, we're probably looking between four point four, four point six, which I think is pretty standard. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. And how about yeast for this beer? Is this uh, do you have one uh, yeast for for all your beers at Deschutes? Or uh, uh, we absolutely do. We we well we do. We don't. I mean, in the last couple of years, we've kind of branched out from our house yeast, which to me I think is one of the best yeast, at least in my humble opinion, to to brew with, just because we use an English style high flocking yeast, so it makes a really clear product. Uh, the, the flavor that comes from this yeast is a really wonderful biscuit flavor, which, once again, for a porter, really accentuates the small sides of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, as the years have gone on, though, we, you know, we have also done you know, our dissident, which we've used wild yeast, um, and some of the Belgian, strains, Belgian beers that we put out, we've been using some Shappa-style yeast and then some whipped beer-style yeast also, for depending on the style. Mm-hmm. So we don't try to just stay and just use one yeast. We try to use yeast that is more apropos to style. Mm-hmm. And what about the uh, fermentation temperature and on this one? Fermentation temperature, I would probably shoot for less than 65 degrees. Um, we try to, we, we don't like the ester profile that comes from our yeast, so we try to keep it down down to a certain to a very low level. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's 65 or less seems to give us the best uh, results when we do that. Are you increasing your pitch rates uh, to ferment that cool or? No, absolutely not. We 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 actually we use a standard pitch rate mill per uh, Plato, and mm-hmm. it we it works out pretty darn well with us. We actually we we'll maybe add a little bit more oxygen to grow that cell colony up slightly, but not too much at all. Mm-hmm. We've actually played around with that to make sure that we've gotten the right house flavor. And once again, actually, believe it or not, actually changes from fermenter to fermenter depending on what size fermenter we're going into. Also. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I got an odd question here for you. On your sure. your twentieth anniversary, you guys brewed a, a Deschutes uh, XX or a twenty, or uh, I'm sure, not sure how you Black Butte XX. Yeah, sure. And and how is that in relation to this beer? Is that uh, like a doubling of this recipe? Or uh, well, I actually I ran the research project on this, or had a big hand in it, and the idea was exactly that. What we what we're going to do is we're going to make a double version. Of the Black Reporter, which uh, which was our you know our number one selling brand for the first ten years almost of the brewery, mm-hmm. but then at the same time we just didn't want to give you a double version of Black Reporter. So then we added our own little pizzazz, which is kind of the way we are, um, in a way of like we try to most of our reserve beers we try to give a sense of complexity into them. So we we developed that by aging that that Black Butte XX in. Um, bourbon barrels, also some wine barrels, and then we also did the uh, chocolate addition to it, along with the coffee addition to it too. Oh, an actual addition of uh, chocolate and coffee. Absolutely, we uh, we did the chocolate. We do actually in our kettle. Um, we use chocolate nibs, which are you know the raw cocoa. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to get that sweet chocolate, but more of that dark chocolate almost a nutty flavor that comes from it. Mm-hmm. And in the coffee addition, we steeped it in coffee for a certain amount of time in our conditioning fats and then removed it. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. What, what kind of uh, coffee did you end up using? Um, we actually worked with our local uh, roaster here, the uh, roaster that provides the coffee for our pubs, uh, a place called Bella Taza. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually got together with their roaster. We ran through a whole bunch of different types of coffees. And we ended up settling on a blend of uh, Ethiopian and Sumatran, mm-hmm. um, which we really like the kind of the fruity acidity of the Sumatran and the nuttiness and the bite that came from the Ethiopian. Interesting. Yeah. And, and that beer works out to about 11%, right? Right around there, yeah. yeah. And so you're, you're basically just upping the, the amount of two-row, or are you you're doubling your all your grains? We double almost the entire grain, and including the hops. Oh, so wow, we really okay. all, almost went into the thought process that we were just going to make it two times bigger. 
mm-hmm. with the idea of trying to keep that integrity of the beer. Mm-hmm. Now, I think, you know, once again, with the dark rains, we might have not gone directly two times and made up with a little bit of pill bomb. Mm-hmm. But, uh, no, we try to really keep, we really wanted people to be able to get a slight flavor of the original Black Reporter in there. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to bury it too far from there, because obviously with the other additions on it, we are already kind of muddling the flavor. Right, right. Oh, uh, people! People love that beer. I love that beer. And uh, uh, my understanding is you're gonna you're gonna brew it again uh, next year and call it what twenty one or? Oh, uh, it's already in the vats. We're going to be releasing that on uh, June twenty seventh uh-huh. on our twenty first anniversary for the brewery. Um, so yeah, it's actually it's already in uh, in conditioning as we speak. Uh, the uh, good thirty percent of the plus more of it's in the wood. Um, we're just preparing to uh, basically getting every all our ducks in a row to get it into uh-huh. a bottle, which will probably be probably the first week of June. We'll bottle that out uh-huh. and release June twenty seventh. So June twenty seventh sounds like a good day for a road trip to Bend <laughs> for all you well, listeners I, out there. I would definitely recommend because we throw two big parties for our anniversary: one at our local pub in Bend, and then you know if you want to keep on going to Portland, there's another one in Portland also that we'll throw. Uh huh. And there'll be plenty of Black Porter XX1, which we'll call it this year. Cool. And that's going to be um, on the 27th as well, the party? Correct. Oh. 27th of June, yeah. All right. Yeah. I see a road Down trip coming. Pub. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a guaranteed good time. Yeah, I, it sounds like it. We'll, we'll load up the uh, the BN uh, bus. Bus and uh, bring all. It's it's a short bus, but we'll bring we'll bring we'll bring all the people up. We can we can fit in there. All right, Th- thank you very much, Jimmy, for for your help with uh, Black Butte Porter. I think uh, cool. this is going to be an interesting challenge, and uh, we're up for it. Thanks. All right, good luck to you guys. Thanks. <laughs> Take care. Where were we? You stole an oak barrel from the mist of Ravenwood, and Lord Zinfandel the Avenger is in pursuit. Do you drop the barrel and run? Elves, no. We need it for our Flinders Red. I'm going to cast Pediacocket's Damnethus on the barrel. Sorry, your ghosts are imprisoned in his winery forever. Ugh, I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. This sucks! What do we have here? Orville Rodenbach? Buzz off, guy! We got a brew session going. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. (gasps) Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Do you get a long lasting foam stand when you think about wheat malt? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the pre prohibition lager. Perfect for steampunk. And the single hop best bitter. Now on cask and 10 forward. Make 10th level at northernbrewer.com. Nico, listen, our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour, and after this, we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and until the next meeting. Kids. Come on, let's get out of here. I'm supposed to have more lines. I'm the professional. <clears throat> hey, it's Sully. And I'm Nico. And we opened the 21st Amendment nine years ago at 563 2nd Street in San Francisco, just two blocks from Giants Park, to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now, it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. BN Army members, are you looking for a discount on hops? Keep listening. Nico's Homebrew Supply at nicobrew.com has hops by the ounce and by the pound. Choose from varieties like Amarillo, Centennial, East Kent Goldings, Hollertower, Simcoe, Summit, Tomahawk, Warrior, Willamette, and more. And adding new varieties all the time, many for less than 20 bucks a pound. Whether a couple ounces at a time or an 11-pound bag, all hops are shipped vacuum-sealed and frozen straight to you. Nico's Homebrew Supply offers store-wide $5 flat rate shipping and won't waste your money on unnecessary overhead or advertising. They're going bare bones and passing the savings on to you. The staff at Nico's Homebrew Supply loves to brew and is committed to keeping homebrewing affordable and accessible to anyone who wants to join in this great hobby. And for a limited time, use coupon code BNARMY at checkout for a brewing network discount. Visit NicoBrew.com. That's N-I-K-O-Brew.com for your hops and more. NicoBrew.com. 
your bare bones buddy in the brewing business. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's exactly. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah. some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. Network. <laughs> now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? All right, so this was... Once again, Tasty's challenge. Tasty's stepping <laughs> up for a bunch of these. He's going oh, like that. This beer is even younger than the. He's, uh, he's got his <laughs> feeling his cojones or something, yes. and taking these on left and right, and starting out kind of like, well, I don't know if I can brew any of these. Uh, now he's like uh, going nuts. Speaking of nuts, uh, Justin, what did you think? Cloned? Cloned or not cloned? I was looking around in the room. I was like, yeah, I wouldn't, you know. Yeah. Well, I got to say, uh, between the last show with the number nine uh-huh. and this one, uh-huh. I don't know that we've, we've ever had two more cloned beers. You say this. that all the time, though. Yeah. Oh, Jamil. Oh, wait, this is let him go. I never heard this freaking before. Beer I've ever had. Turn up his mic a bit. I've too. been pretty hard on Tasty, actually. Yeah, yeah. He's been busting and, my balls uh, mostly. Uh, uh, in fact, I've been, been, <laughs> I've been pretty hard on everybody's beers but yours, Jay Z. <laughs> And uh, you've had a hard on for tasty. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, I said when we were doing the tasting for this uh, at the break, uh, I just did the aroma of both of them. Just smelled them both. Mm-hmm. I told you I yelled out cloned before I ever even tasted the two beers. The aroma was so spot on. It was so. like a kind of a clone Tourette's. It was cloned, cloned, tasty. Uh, so the aroma so awesomely cloned. Yeah, this one's cloned. I, I have nothing to complain about. Again, it was uh, I wanted to be picky. The color was right. Uh, you know, I know it's a it's a black beer, but uh, you know you can end up with a brown beer. The color was awesome, uh, aroma perfect, and man, yeah, cloned. I, I I got nothing to complain about. Well, and and I looked at the the color as well. You know, and you hold them up to the light, and uh, you can see through them. They're not you know completely opaque. They're right. they're they're a dark brown, and they were identical. Yeah. I'm like, okay, all right, now, now, uh, you know, in the aromas on one of them, I got a little bit more of a roasty character, and on the other one, I got um, uh, a little bit of acetylaldehyde, mm-hmm. and on uh, one of them, I got uh, kind of a drier, uh, fruitier character, and the other one, I got a little more body, and again, these were so, such subtle differences that... Um, you know, once I, I I I tasted them side by side, and you know, I'm like, okay. And I've I've consumed a, a considerable amount of Black Butte Porter in my time, and I'm like, okay, which one's Black Butte Porter? Which one could it be? Which one is is really really the one that uh, is 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 gonna make gonna make the uh, uh, you know which which one's the the homebrew, which one's the the pro brew? So I tried both of them. I went back and I went forth, and I went ahead and chose uh, this one sample as the commercial brew, and <laughs> it turned out to be Tasty's uh, Tasty's example. So, you know, based on that, I wouldn't have changed the recipe either way. I would have, um, you know, maybe uh, dialed in. Um, uh, you know, fermentation one way or another. I think Tasty was pushed for getting this thing out, you know, brew it, you know, one day and three days later have it carbonated and ready to go. And so, you know, based off of that, I think um, uh, really I've, I've got to call these cloned. I, I don't think you could get any closer. I think, again, um, you know, trying to force this out. You were you were a real trooper stepping up and, and getting these both done <laughs> You know the magic hat and and the the black beauty in order to do the shows. So I, like so I think there was little acetaldehyde in one of them, but um, other than that, you know, I, I just would not not change this for for a thing. Yeah, I think I can explain the acetal. It's probably uh, you know this beer is uh, just eight days old. Just uh, mm-hmm. spear starting gravity was uh, ten fifty eight, and it finished at. Uh, at ten twelve, and it did that in like five days. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, ferment it, uh, cold crash it, and filter it, and mm-hmm. carbonate it. 
mm-hmm. get it here tonight. So I think I took probably took it off the yeast maybe a little bit too soon right. where it didn't right. have a chance to reabsorb some of you, that. Had, you had to filter it yeah, out so to get I, the clarity. I, yeah, I think if I have a brewing flaw, is I just you know I just made it ridiculously right. fast. Leaves that acetaldehyde behind, kind of a green beer kind of character. Yeah. But again, it was excellent. I w- <laughs> the, the, the differences are very very minor between those and so i i'm definitely calling this one cloned how, how about you uh chad what, what did you think is uh, i that, think it's uh, cloned absolutely yeah. yeah smells great tastes great i mean i could pick out subtle Spot differences on. but very subtle yeah it's uh, you, you you could probably go to bend oregon and go to the wonderful deschutes brewery and hand a pint to one of the uh, the brewers in there and say hey you know i have a, I have a black butte porter and they'd probably go yeah maybe they would pick out oh you know this this batch did this or did that you know but um other than that i think they would they would we were just there in the tap room you could and convince them it's spot on yeah. Spot on. Yeah, we were comparing Had it right it. off tap and yeah, spot on. Great we were job. comparing it to uh, bottles you brought back from the brewery. So <laughs> these these are brewery fresh. The mm-hmm. bottle was yeah, the bottle of the line's about a mile and a half from the tap room, so mm. fresh as it can be. I mean, it was just awesome. I and, asked and them too. I, I wanted to make sure yeah. it came straight from the brewery. And cool. yeah, so that's brewery fresh stuff. Yeah. I'm glad we got that. Spot Good on. job. And an excellent beer. So how do we make this beer? This is this is a, a great beer with a, a, a wonderful balance between the roast. It's not overly roasty. It's no, not uh, overly caramelly. It's not uh, sweet. It's not uh, too malty. It's, not, uh, it's got a firm uh, bittering, but uh, not really overly hoppy. It's got some hop character. It's got some fermentation character. It's got some body, but some dryness. It's like you know, it's it's the all around perfect, uh, um, you know, middle of the road, everything you know to everybody kind of beer. It's it's a beer you can drink in in, in great quantities. Uh, just a wonderful, wonderful uh, porter. And uh, again, my my favorite of all the all the porters out there. This is it. So how how do you brew that? What's what's the recipe, Tasty? Well, it's pretty straightforward. Um, for a six-gallon batch, just 22.7 liters, um, beer has a starting gravity of uh, 10.58 or 14.3 Plato, and uh, finishes at uh, 10.12 or 3.1 Plato. Uh, I think that's pretty much. Uh, it's pretty much. I think the same numbers uh, that Jimmy gave us. So I think I did hit. I hit. I think I remember on this beer I hit all the numbers. So it was pretty much pretty good deal. Except I, and I did it in. Uh, in eight days. <laughs> anyway, so uh, finished at uh, ten twelve, and uh, apparent uh, degree of fermentation is uh, seventy eight point five percent, which uh, is really thrilled with that. I because uh, I knew I wanted this. Uh, this is a big beer, and I wanted to have it finished early. I did a because uh, I had the magic uh, hat beer on the ferment. I was able to uh, top crop some of the uh, WLP O two that was in there, and uh, I used. Uh, Couple of big uh, brewing brew spoon scoops of uh, the uh, what was you know the yeast uh, hit the croissant on top and put that in a uh, like a five thousand uh, milliliter Erlenmeyer and and uh, put some um, starter wort you know some uh, pulled up some uh, dry malt extract and made a starter and put that on there had that going for like uh, about thirteen fourteen hours and to that I added uh, just two vials two you know oh oh two vials. Uh, Straight, you know, out of the uh, out of the tube, no, no uh, nothing going on there. Just for like an hour or so, just to kind of get them mixed up. So that, then, I so I pitched all that, and the beer just like fermented like crazy, and uh, maybe a little bit too fast. I think I had to do over again. I would have backed off on the uh, on the pitch size or aggressive. But I I was really pleased with the ferment how it finished out so quick. Anyway, uh, at that uh, those numbers and seventy eight percent parent fermentation uh it's uh, 6.1% ABV which i think again matches the numbers now uh, uh jimmy gave us the IBUs as uh, as 28 to 32 um, we went with 37 IBUs uh, just uh, using the regular formula yeah, so right so he's yeah, right. i don't think he was he was probably those are by measure, lab measured yeah, those yeah. are measured numbers that right. the shoots gives right. and so uh, you know one of the issues y- you're going to have is uh, a brewery gives you a, a measured number and says, oh, this is 40 IBUs. Well, the formulas, any formula you use, Tinseth, Rager, uh, Daniels, Garrett's, uh, any, any, any you know, formula you might use, um, they're all going to be wrong. Yeah. I mean, they may be, they're the right, you know, certain number of times. It's like one bad estimate. Clock. They're all bad estimates. Yeah, the broken clock, they're the right twice a day. 
uh, you know, the, the the thing is, they're they're not bad formulas either. They're they're consistent. That's one of the oh. things about a formula. Right. So what you need to do is kind of adjust your palate and say, well, you know, when my formula tells me this is 50 IBUs, this is what 50 IBUs taste like. Uh, if I taste a beer and it tastes like 50 IBUs, great. If it tastes like 60 IBUs, then I know I need to, you know, whatever adjustment. It doesn't matter what the real IBUs are. Right. You need to get to know your formula. Yeah. And in this case, we, we you know, the show has used, uh, Jamel shows used regular formula all the way throughout. So you know at least it's consistent and what we're talking about. And sometimes when you're trying to do a clone, you may need to bump up or down in order to kind of match what the perception is. Right. And in this case, I think, uh, how many IVUs did you go with? Uh, 37. 37. Yeah. It was exactly spot on. There yeah. was really no difference right. uh, bittering-wise. You, That was absolutely a perfect match. Yeah, and the IVUs show up in this beer. This is well-attenuated beer, so it's, you know, it's there. I mean... So, yeah, it seems really, really spot on. Uh, the color on this beer is about 27.6 SRM, which is what you'd probably expect for this beer. Uh, boiled for 90 minutes. Uh, pre-boil volume of 7.7 gallons or 29.1 liters. Had a pre-boil gravity of 1045 or 11.2 Play-Doh. It's all based on 70% uh, uh, brew house efficiency. Okay, for the grains, uh has... Uh, 10.58 pounds, again, this is for a six-gallon batch, a 10.58 pounds of uh, pale malt, or that, that's also a 4.8 kilograms. Uh, this is a big uh, addition of uh, wheat here. It's 10% of the grain bill. Uh, 1.39 pounds, or 0.63 kilograms of wheat malt, uh, followed by uh, 0.70 pounds, or 0.32 kilograms of crystal 80. Uh, then we have... Uh, 0.42 pounds or 0.19 kilograms of uh, chocolate malt. It's American variety. And then 0.42 pounds or 0.19 kilograms of ch- chocolate malt of uh, Great Britain, which is, uh, if I'm wrong, Jamil, isn't that a paler chocolate than than the American? Right. That runs about uh, 300, uh, maybe 350. Okay. As far as... Uh, Instead of the 400 for the American. Level one. And then the... Uh, last uh, hop uh, element was the 0.42 pounds or uh, 0.19 kilograms of carapils. So, uh, you know, wheat malt's uh, obviously the big part of the backbone here. Obviously lots of chocolate, lots of crystal. Mm -hmm. uh, For the hops, um, it's pretty minimal, as you might expect. Well, I guess it's not that minimal, but for 37 IBUs. Uh, The uh, 90-minute edition is uh, 0.60 ounces or 17 grams of galena. These are all pellets. It's 13 alpha, and again for 90 minutes. Uh, and you can use nugget as well. Nugget would work there, yes, either one. You can mention that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 0.25 ounces uh, are 7 grams of Cascade, uh, 5.75 alpha at 30 minutes, and uh, 0.25 ounces, 7 grams. And he said uh, Tettinger, but I used Mount Hood mm-hmm. uh, at 5 minutes. Uh, Four point five. I mean, that was five point two alpha. The tending year that by recipe would be four point five. So I didn't make any change. I just did the regular edition. Right. And I would never have known you made that substitution. It's I did pretty, not taste that at all. I don't uh, think any of us did. It's pretty pretty minor. So uh, yeah, I thought that would be a reasonable substitution. If you can get the tending year, that's great. Use that. Uh, well, let's see. For yeast, we use the uh, my high powered uh, Topcroft uh, White Labs uh, WLP O two English yeast. Uh, I did. Uh, I normally update up my calcium to about 110 parts per million, but because uh, Jimmy said 129, I, I did that with this beer. Because uh, I'm, you know, the gypsum edition. Yeah, I oh. upped the gypsum uh, to until I got 129, mm-hmm. uh, and then I fermented, uh, like you suggested, at 64 degrees Fahrenheit or uh, 17.8 C. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. I didn't go over the mesh schedule. Okay, yeah, I did the. Uh, Intermediate rest, like you suggested, 130 degrees uh, Fahrenheit or 54C for 10 minutes. Then I ran it up to, uh, I think I go pretty quick, I call that a run, 156 uh, Fahrenheit or 68.9C uh, for 60 minutes, which is a high temp for a long time. I bet it's really converted a lot sooner than that. But anyway, uh, then I raised it up to 168F uh, for mash out, that's uh, 75.6C for about 10 minutes. And uh, sparge at 170F, 67.7C for about uh, 45 minutes. 
Well, I think we have a, a lover of anything uh, black and strong on the uh, on the phone lines. Is that how we describe them? I, like, yeah. I think you're right, actually. It's a great <laughs> description. Pushy Jack is on the phone. Pushy. What's happening? What's going on? Are you listening to the show? Then you would know what's going on. We're talking to Sheets I, Black I was, but I, I, Oh, excellent. I just got done putting the kids down. Putting them down. Don't admit that on you know, the show. Yeah, that's what you By do with like uh, farm animals that are <laughs> I had to that put are a dog diseased. Down last year, yeah. it was tough. I feel for you, Pushy. It's a it's a tough moment. It seemed like you almost liked those kids. So uh, yeah, that could be I'll rough. Go figure. Yeah. <laughs> that could be rough. So we're talking we're talking Black Butte. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Had it had it before. The Frenchies call it Black. Oh, yeah. Call it what? Black Butte. Loves it. The Frenchies call black it Black Butte. Blood. Oh, but, but, black, but, black butt. They don't pronounce the e. Oh, well, see, that's <laughs> do we. That's why Pushy would call in. He thought it was black butt. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're talking about beer. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. We'll hang up. Well, I guess that's, I'll just go back to the pictures I have in my mind from the hospitality suite at NHC. Do you like this beer, Pushy? <laughs> Love it. I do. Anything black and bitter and strong. <laughs> yeah. What right. pictures do you have in your mind from an HC in the hospitality suite? <laughs> oh, yeah, those O-Town hookers of ours. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, those are class. Yeah. Black, black butt hookers. First time yeah. I've seen that at a conference. <laughs> that's what makes. That's what made the o- Oakland conference so great. What, what would it would it be without some Oakland hookers I mean, in the What other NHC suite? do you have hookers in the, in the hospitality yeah, suite? Right. You know? Come on. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> class. I'm sure Pushy has a purpose for this phone call, you two. Oh, <laughs> no, no. I don't even know why I'm calling in. Oh. <laughs> to talk about Didn't know what the show was. Didn't <laughs> they... Do you have any questions about the recipe? Did you hear the recipe? I caught the tail end of it. I thought that was great. Okay, I good. think Tetninger's fantastic. Yeah. Well, I didn't have what that. Do you, what do you think of Mount Hood as a substitute for Tet? Or Liberty as a yeah, substitute for Tet? Even better. Even better. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. I have nothing of any value uh, to contribute to the show. I, hey, 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 Push. Hey, Push. Did you listen to the Oscar Blues uh, Gordon show we did? I did. Yes, remember, I did. remember uh, Nathan brewed that beer, you know, and he uh, he sent some of the beer that he brewed off to Oscar Blues for them to try. Ah. And you know what they said? They said, "What was it, Jamil? Surprisingly close." Uh, <laughs> you know what? And I don't know what much about beer speak, but to me that says clone, doesn't it? Well, I think, I think uh, it says surprisingly you know, close. Right. Go ahead. When, when I listen to that show, and obviously I'm missing a, just a little bit of backstory with whatever happened tonight, but uh, <laughs> I listened to that show, and uh, I was pretty much screaming at the iPod to rebrew it less bitter. It was clear, clearly, uh, that Nathan's version uh, was a pretty good beer, but I think he needed to brew it with a few less IBUs, and then uh, I send that over to them. I want to know what they thought of that. Well, I, I said a little less chocolate. Um and 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 uh, no wait a minute you said uh, less bitter and I? then you said you thought maybe the chocolate was uh, kind of drying drying it out, it out. so a little yeah, yeah so a little a little too much uh, uh, chocolate maybe and I think if if it was a, a dead dead on clone they wouldn't have responded you wouldn't even got an email back from them so you never like, get that da, 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 da. <laughs> we never seem to get your beer sorry. Um, <laughs> well, surprisingly, the close could have been a, re- a reasonable response for that situation as well, right? Yeah, well, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. But uh, uh, they're they're probably being nice. I think uh, I think I think it was very close. It was very close. But uh, that that recipe again, using uh, Tasty's own uh, the you know formula, which now he regrets, is that would you change anything? Oh. And Justin brought that up, and I really had to kind of go along with those. Right. Tasty, you're so defensive about that beer because in our email thread, even you know, you 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 instantly <laughs> wanted to go see Jamil and Justin. F you guys, everyone at oh. at, the sh- at at, at uh, uh, well, see, Oscar uh, Blues says it's clone. Well, too the, obvious. The people I had blind tasted say it's clone, uh, and and I understand, but I don't mask things I very well. I, I just you know, there's no need to be defensive. We're not trying to knock Nathan <laughs> down. I just I think that there is a consensus that the recipe needed to be adjusted. Well, okay, adjusted. Well, uh, I would think the consensus is that it's cloned. However, as I explained, the tasty email. Well, no, no, this, is not, this is not a democracy. 
<laughs> this is a dictatorship. Well, see, not just that, but to me, surprisingly what close. What did I say after that? I know that you want to turn. Was it surprisingly close? That does not say cloned on right. any on any right. definition. Yeah, surprisingly close, close does not say close. Cloned. Close is never uh, uh, All right, a so euphemism would, okay, for cloned. Okay, so if you said very close, no, no, close, no, no, that would have no. been worse. Well, I, tasty, what? tasty. I think you're uh-huh. selling. I think you're selling Nathan short as a brewer. Uh-huh. He's a spectacular brewer. Let the man clone sure. the beer. Yeah. Right. I he think can he can come he, back. I think he can do it. I clone. Right. I think it. Oh no, he's going to redo it. He's going to do it over. He, he has to do yeah. a beer where we're going. Oh yeah, it's cloned. But you know, this beer isn't quite as good as this one, and then the one that we think is really good is is Nathan's. You know that 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 kind of that kind of result. Mm. That's what we're expecting from Nathan. Yeah. You know where we're like, well, you know, yours isn't quite as good as the commercial one. Oh no, that is mine. You know that 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 kind of uh, result. Right. Or you call him bullshit and you think Why? it's a better beer. I'm, I'm pretty clear. I, I am pretty biased. Uh, he's a, I'm a big fan of Nathan's. Uh, As am I. I want to be on the. Uh, yeah. I want to be on the receiving side of some of Tasty's defense one day. Yeah. You hey, did. no, I think Push really did it. I think Push is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. I mean, I appreciate your loyalty, Tasty, and I like that you're sticking up for our boy. Yeah. I just think. Uh, oh. We're not. We're not trying to cut him down. Yeah. We're yeah. trying to deliver a perfectly cloned recipe. Well, yeah, and I, uh, that's the thing. I, 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 I think I started out as cloned. And then oh, you know, well, yeah, that was a little disturbing. And then yeah, the, the you know, screwed it all and up. Ju- just <laughs> that was a waffle. She had two waffles in one show. You know, yeah, would, yeah. would you change? Would you change the recipe at all? I'm like, oh yeah, I would. I would, because it wasn't a brewer flaw. It was just a slight, uh, in the tiniest of, of tweaks to the recipe. And that, yeah, you that's know, wasn't, was. it wasn't a brewer tiniest, flaw. Yeah. Well, then you would change the recipe. So the yeah. recipe wasn't cloned. Right. We need to right. we we whatever recipe we we provide on this show, no, no, it has to yeah. be the recipe. Right. And and the and if if you can't make the beer with that recipe, then you know it's like a process flaw or something. Or you know you you may change it, but you know that is going to get you a beer that is so darn close that you know you you really can't make any other changes other than to the process. So You're right, that's what we're after. Yeah, well, we, we, we've got to be hundred percent on the show. It's uh, you know, and so uh, that's that's you know that's a conundrum on that one. We don't have to wear pants. That's good. Keeping it real. <laughs> <laughs> we can be. We have to. We have to do that. But we, we don't have to wear pants. Right. Yes. All right. Well, thanks for calling in, Pushy. All right, boys. Have a great show. Thanks, Push. We always do. Take it. Thanks. What's the next one? We don't know what the next one is, Push. Stop causing fights in here, will you? Yeah. What's the matter with you? <laughs> all right. Now we're all going to arm wrestle for <laughs> what the next show is. <laughs> Junk go, go yeah. I know who's not brewing for it. <laughs> Thank you, Push. Goodbye. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Tasty. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we? Okay. So you oh, went yeah. through... Uh, I was having an attitude check. Went through, well, oh. You went through fermentation. Yes. Uh, what's left yet but to take another break? And when we come back, we'll get into, uh, I don't know, uh, questions, uh, details. Back after this. Hi, this is Push from the Brewing Network, and I want to tell you about the Brewmaster's Warehouse and how you can get 10% off your next order. I'm a pretty techie guy, but I've never seen an online store like this. It's awesome. Go to brewmasterswarehouse.com and click on Brew Builder. You can whip up a custom recipe so easily even Sven could do it. Seriously, it's slick. You can share your recipe with your own logo and notes to the Brewmaster's database if you want. And the best part, it keeps a running tally of the beer you're building while you're doing it. Then, bam, click Buy Recipe and your cart is filled and ready to go with helpful suggestions in case you forgot something. This thing is amazing. Brewmaster's Warehouse is run the way a home brewer would do it with great service, fast turnaround, and $6.99 flat rate shipping. Brewmaster's Warehouse and the Brew Builder blew me away. Check it out today at brewmasterswarehouse.com. I'm serious. And don't forget to put BNARMY in the discount code box for 10% off your order. Check out brewmasterswarehouse.com. Cheers. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft 
beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way. And now, suck it tasty. Ah, uh, you don't know how appropriate all the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. What about the suck it tasty thing? I think that's uh, this whole thing's about, you know, slipping the, those in there. The, the tremendous uh, infighting in the studio as we... Uh... Go go go! Uh, samurai sword to yeah. can pop top. Didn't have to hit me over the head so hard. You <laughs> some chicks in the studio. Yeah, enough junkyard wars. Have we mentioned uh, Chad's beer on this uh, segment? Oh my god, he's F got Chad this, on his beer. His uh, temptation clone. <laughs> oh, that was freaking awesome. Fucking a. That is good beer. That was freaking awesome. I was like begging for a pint of that, and yeah. uh, he brought it to me. And who knew that wow. he was going to be our new sour king? It's great. Really well, good. he threw like uh, dregs of temptation in, into the beer, and it just took it over. Yeah, it's true. Oh my goodness, this way got better. <sighs> I liked it better than temptation. Ooh, that's saying a lot there. Vintage. Uh oh. Battles <laughs> on. Oh, yeah. Chad's head just going to blow up. Just blew up. <laughs> better put a pressure relief valve. Vinny will never talk to me again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Gotta> be <Whoops>. careful. <laughs> there goes those interviews. Yeah, <laughs> uh, that was a really freaking fine beer. Yeah. All right. Speaking of fine beers, we have a uh, any chat questions about this uh, fine Black Butte uh, Porter? Yeah, I got a little bit going on in here. Uh, someone wants you to go over the different uh, chocolate malts again, just to be sure about what they were. Uh, so tasty if you could oh. do that for us. Well, the two, the point uh, four two pounds each of uh, American chocolate and British chocolate. Okay, and the British. The British is, is kind of hard to get. That's the uh, lower uh, yeah. Lullabond. Like, uh, like little, a three hundred to three fifty love. Yeah, uh, I got a local shop that that supplies it, and uh, and then the the four fifty. You know, any of the American uh, chocolates mm-hmm. tend to be around there. Right. All right, and then just to clarify, uh, Tasty's Water Editions can be found on the forum. He does a lot of oh. RO water stuff. So if you go over to the forum and uh, just do a little search, you're going to find everything he did to the RO water. We don't have time to cover it here today. And so, then he's uh, getting old. Can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when, when, you, when you hit your, you know, your eighth, eighth or ninth decade. I don't memorize things that I don't need to memorize. It was so. hard to memorize that stuff. I mean, I use the same. You know, where are my keys? How do I go to the bathroom? Those are the things you need to remember. Yeah, like w- and, you know, water editions. Yeah. Yeah, All my yeah. underwear are the same color. <laughs> Yellow. So I don't ever go like, oh, blue or red. No. <laughs> Just always blue. So easy. I know they're blue. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, they're always blue. And, same and as you remember good. to pull them down before you go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. No, that's why I have to have a lot of them. One leg at a time. <laughs> Put them on backwards. What are you, 48 now, Tasty? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm pushing 50. Pushing 50. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, fifty dog years, maybe. <laughs> oh. Could be lying. Wow. That's at least. Oh, uh, did I answer the question? <laughs> what was the question? Uh, I don't Are know. you living it's, the dream? <laughs> oh, but the chocolate monster is that the this question? show? This show, oh. yeah, he's living the dream. No, you already answered that question. Oh, we were talking about how you couldn't remember how much. Uh, oh, the water, water editions. No, yeah, I don't remember that. I know it's one hundred ten calcium is my normal edition, about three hundred fifty sulfates. But the other stuff and all that, how I get there, I don't know. All right. All can be found on the forum. It's say. on the forum, though. I got it there. It's hey. uh, Good thing you wrote it down before he lost his mind. It's all on ProMesh. <laughs> uh, all right. In Tasty's defense, everyone's real proud of you for two clones in a row here, oh, Tasty. Yeah. The, oh, the chat room's talking well, about it. They think you've done job. a good job. And thanks. it's not just two clones that. in a row. Yeah. I mean, he's he's been hitting on it's all like cylinders. He, yeah. he had that one hiccup with the, uh, with the uh, double barrel. Arthur well, Walker double barrel. But that was because he didn't have the recipe. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, uh, he's been hitting on all cylinders ever since. Nice. And he had uh, Nathan jump in with the green flash and yeah, with the, the Gordon. Cal- but other yeah. than that, those have all been you. The dead, right? guy, the dead guy in the calico, yeah. yeah. Dead guy, calico, yeah, cloned, cloned. Yeah. Uh, now here, uh, Magic Hat 9, cloned. Yeah. Deschutes, uh, Black Bee Porter, cloned. And I would say your clones are getting ever closer. <laughs> 
Yeah. Are you changing things? Are you doing no, different no, no, things? No, 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 I'm not changing anything. I'm doing the same. <laughs> That's the print. thing. Instead of screwing around with things, he's just going with the recipe. Yeah. No, no, I've, I haven't changed my brewing process for like, I don't know, two and a half, maybe three years. So it's the you, same way. Jamil makes an interesting point. Have you stopped taking, uh, what did you call it? Creative license. Creative license with <laughs> these recipes, and are you just going with the no, recipes No, no, I'm definitely going. No, no, my, I well, definitely want to clone the beer. I'm not going, right. well, ah, no. screw these guys. I want a hoppier beer than this. Well, with no. Magic Hat, he went, he went with the 90-minute boil. Right. There you go. Creative license. You can't. There's something can't, about yeah. your personality, Tasty, that well, doesn't allow you to just follow <laughs> just all the instructions. Like I had a rationale for that longer boil. <laughs> I didn't change the recipe, you know, but I, I, I can and I can't. Change the process. Yeah. Well, I can't. I, obviously, the process is important. Yeah. Magic Hat has a different process than I do. But if I can emulate their process in any way, I think I should do that. And I think I am by doing the extended boil. Right. So... So you want to emulate their sixty-minute boil by going to a ninety-minute well, boil? Yeah, I'm saying if you want to make, if you want to clone this beer, boil for ninety minutes. That's what I'm saying. Okay, everybody should be doing that anyway. With a, I don't know, get every the, beer, it's good for beer. Well, there are there there are uh, reasons not to boil. Well, there for are times actually. Yeah. Um, well, uh, well, no. If if you listen, I, yeah, I, I tend to do ninety-minute boils. But uh, God, what was it? It was the troubleshooting session at the NHC, and they were talking about uh, not doing ninety-minute boils and why you wouldn't do a ninety-minute boil. And Palmer, bless his heart, went on there and goes, "Oh, you know, on the Rear Strong Show, Jamel and I are talking about ninety-minute boils. There's a lot of reasons why you would." But I think the pros were kind of giving a a lot of reasons why you why you wouldn't. What were some of those? So there's there's a bunch of different balances. I don't know. I'm, I'm as old as you. I don't remember a damn thing. <laughs> old as me. <laughs> evaporation. So, 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 you should, you should be in this uh, John Meyer actually mentioned evaporation. That was a big part of his uh, yeah. thirty five right. minute boy. Well, he's got that new crazy system. <laughs> yeah. If you listened back to the Rogue uh, uh, Dead Guy show, you'll you'll hear his interview about the. Yeah, he's able to do 35-minute boils. That wasn't on Bruce Strong or Kenya Brewer, so I'm sorry I didn't listen to it. <laughs> it was. It was your interview. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that so, was quality, uh, <laughs> quality radio right yeah. there. Damn good interview. <laughs> right. All right. Good luck. Uh, please. Some badass systems out there. So. All right. Even if you don't care for what we're doing here on the radio, you want to listen to <laughs> you want You want to go and visit our, our wonderful sponsor, Northern Brewer, northernbrewer.com. Those guys... Uh, they uh, take good care of us, and I want you to take good care of them. Go go on their site and uh, place some orders, and at the very least email them and tell them how much you appreciate them supporting us in the Brewing Network and making all this possible, keeping Justin in the ROM and, and condoms. And uh, coming up, who knows? Uh, we keep uh, listening to your input and uh, trying to clone the brews that you asked for. And uh, keep listening. Keep requesting those beers. Keep shopping on thebrewingnetwork.com. And until then, make sure to brew strong.